0: In the top of our bulletin this morning, uh, when they were told to go forward, we've preached on that before, and I'm just thinking about what's going on, what the Lord is doing, and in, in the, in the, in the goals that we have, and where we're going, where, the God, where God is bringing us. And I came to this passage in Deuteronomy chapter 11, and uh, I want to visit this just for a little while. Brother Jim read our text, and uh, I want to look at the subject of staying on the path of blessing. How do you stay on the path of... Proverbs 27, 1 says, Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. And we know this, don't we? Life is risky, amen? Life is a risky endeavor at times. We are not omniscient, right? It means we don't know what holds tomorrow. We don't know what's going on two days from now, five days from now. Hey, we may have plans, right? The Bible says that a man's heart deviseth his ways, but the Lord directs his steps, but uh, why does that happen? Because we're not omniscient. We're not all knowing. And what a thing, what a thought that is. With as risky as life is, that here we are. We're not omniscient. We're fallen creatures, marred by sin. We, and, and here we go, attempting to navigate life on our own. And what do we learn in life? Well, we learn to hedge against losses. Right. There's some professionals at that in in finances, and they know how to hedge against loss, and they know how to how to uh, how to try themselves and, and to gain money and, and, to, and to get out and uh, prosper that way. But as believers, we don't always live, we shouldn't always live that way. Yeah, right. We don't know what's going on tomorrow, but for the child of God, we live by faith. We are not omniscient, but we have a relationship with one who is omniscient. Amen. We have a relationship with the one who does know all things, and we know this that Jesus lives in us by the Holy Spirit of God. And although though we are redeemed, we know this also, and we know this very well, that we battle, we live in this flesh on a day to day basis, that we We battle, we battle wanting to please God and wanting to please our flesh. We battle uh, trying to uh, be obedient to our heavenly father. And then while our flesh is rising up and saying, no, no, you have, you have uh, obeyed me for so long. You've been so good at it. Why stop now? Right. And uh, your, your flesh might rise up and say, hey, you're not good at much, but you are good at doing what I want. So you might as well go on. Right. No, we have this battle that's going on and, uh, what we come to realize, the good news that we realize is, we don't have to navigate life on our own. Amen? We don't have to do that. We, watch this. We get to live by faith. You know, some people say, oh, we have to live by faith. Oh, gotta, the faith life is a hard life. Well, yeah, it's a hard life. Absolutely. Right. I've, I've never had more problems than after I got saved because the stinking flesh, right? It, it still thinks it still likes to live. But I say this and I say it purposely. We get to live by faith. Think about this. To those people that are outside of Christ, to those people that do not have the indwelling spirit of God in them, they they have to live in the world. They have to live their life by the world, the flesh, and the devil. They have to hedge against life. They have to live in a way to try to keep them alive and keep them safe and keep them protected by their own understanding, by their own ways, uh, and by, by, uh, by uh, what the world is telling them. And the dangerous part of living that way is that Satan is not omniscient. Now think how crazy that is to follow somebody who doesn't even know what's going to happen tomorrow. And they said, well, follow me. I'll, I'll, I'll help you out. Follow me. This is how we used to live. This is how the world lives. And many people are taking advice from a guy who doesn't even know what's going to go on tomorrow. Right? We just follow them right along. Watch this. As a child of God, we get to live by faith. We get to live by the faith of the Son of God. We get to live by the Word of God who, who listen, that very Word, who spoke it all into existence. We get to live by faith. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for that. But sadly, we don't always choose to live by faith, do we? No, we don't. We don't. You can say, okay, Yeah, listen, listen we're all the same flesh. We're all the same flesh. If you're wondering about my hand, please... That. At Sunday school, I said opposition. I went to the office, took a, pen, a thing off the pen, and it leaked all over my hand. I'm like, what great timing. So I'll try to keep that hidden in my bosom so we don't distract from the message. We don't always, listen, we don't always choose to live by faith. We live in this flesh, and so often we allow emotions to override faith. We allow a bad day to dictate our life. We allow bad news to dictate our life. We allow good news to dictate our life. We allow good things to to dictate our life many times. And thankfully, because of our humanness, God helps us to stay on a path of faith. You say, how does God help us? I'm glad you asked. I knew you were asking that. I'm going to give you, of, of many ways, I'm going to give you one way. One way He helps us is by promises. He gives us conditional promises and He gives us unconditional promises. The conditional promises are this way. If you do this, I'll do this. Right? Delight thyself also in the Lord and He will give thee the desires of thine heart. That delight is a big word, folks. Don't pass over that. Do you really delight in God? Think about that. It's a conditional promise. But then we th- we're so thankful for unconditional promises, right? To be born again of a child of God. We know to those of us that have been, put our faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Yes. Amen. We like that. We love the fact that we will never be unborn the very moment that we've been born again. You ever had a baby born and then unborn? It doesn't happen. It's not possible. That little fellow, that little little girl can even pass away as a little bitty infant. But it'll never come to a place when it was unborn. It was always born. As a child of God, we have these conditional promises. We have unconditional promises. But also as a child of God, within the family of God, there are blessings that hang upon our attitudes and our actions. Do you know the Bible says that God loves to give good gifts? And I like this, no sorrow with them. Boy, that's a blessing, is it not? God loves to give good gifts. Jesus said, as a father, you know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more your heavenly father wants to give, give good gifts to you. He goes on to say, how much more your heavenly father would give the Holy Spirit to them that ask. Let me t- say this, if, you'll, if, if we can get the Holy Spirit of God, what's off the table? I mean, hey, this is up here, man. If he'll give you this, if we get this at our salvation, I mean, boy, it includes everything else below it. It's a wonderful promise that we have. And there are blessings. There are blessings, of course, let me let me clarify here. We get born again. We put our faith in trust in Christ. Immediately we're indwelt by the Spirit of God. This is not something that hangs upon our attitude and our actions. But walking the Spirit sure does absolutely and so we know that there are promises of god we know that there are blessings of god that he has for his children there are blessings and it makes me think about what where we have been as a church, and where we are going as a church. And we've used this phrase, and I think we should use it often, and it's the phrase of moving forward. Crimson Avenue Baptist Church is moving forward. We're moving forward with God wants us to be. We are moving forward by faith. By faith. You say, do you have evidence where it's going to turn out? No. No, we're just following Him. Well, do you, do you have an idea with this many people how you're going to pay for it? No. But we're following him. I listen. I, I do. I, I, I don't. Don't. Don't minimize this either. Do I really need to know where every dime's coming in, or do I need to know who has all the dimes? <laughs> what would you? Would you rather? Would you rather know? You know, have a nice a, a nice, uh, a nice uh, fiscal plan in front of you of your life, right? Or would you rather be uh, related uh, to uh, to the Bezos? Or the, the, you know what I mean, or the, what's his name, uh, what's the other Tesla guy? Uh, yeah, how, how, would you rather have a nice plan or would you rather have all the money in the bank account? Listen, hey, we, our father owns the cattle on a thousand hills and he owns the hills. He owns it all. He owns everything. And listen, we're just following him. We're just following him. We're moving forward by faith. And moving forward by faith is not a one-time event. Moving forward by faith is a life event. As long as you are on this planet, as long as Crimson Avenue Baptist Church is on this planet, we will move forward by faith. It's a choice. It's a choice. Right. You know what else comes with a choice? There's a choice to do something, and there's a choice to not do something. There's a positive and a negative. And in our text this morning, we're given an outline here to help us stay on a path of blessing. I don't know about you. I've lived my Christian life outside of the blessing of God, and I've lived my Christian life at times inside the blessing of God. You have too, haven't you? You've been there. You know what? I I love it over in Isaiah where it says that you know that they that wait upon the Lord. Right, shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall, they shall, uh, huh? Yeah, they shall renew their strength. Yeah, and they shall uh, run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Right, and uh, I pointed this out before. The picture here is not of a taking off and soaring. The picture is of a landing and a steady, constant walk. And that's what I want in my Christian life. I, I, you know, what I don't need the ups. The big highs and the big lows. Anymore. I don't like the lows. And I don't, I, you know, what? in we, we, maturity, we want to walk, right? Day after day, living in faith, living in a path of blessing. The ups and downs behind us, the, the highs and the lows. No, let's get, let's get on a steady path here of faith. And in this, we have a little outline here to help us in our text, to help us to stay on a path of blessing. Let me give you a little background real quick. We've preached through Genesis and Exodus and Deuteronomy and Numbers already before, so it doesn't take long to get this. But Israel's getting ready to go into the promised land finally. Moses soon will be off the scene, and uh, God is giving some instruction to the children of Israel through Moses. In verses 18 through 21 is what God is promised to do. Right, These are conditional promises. Verse 22 is what Israel must do. And then verses 23 through 28, God responds according to Israel's choice. He says, here's here's how I am going to respond. And let me hope you never forget this. God doesn't react. He always responds. Amen. He's going to respond. Here is the response of blessing. And here is the response of cursing. But here is the response of God. So there are three steps that we see here on the path of blessing would you notice your attention to verse 22 He says for if you shall diligently keep all these commandments which I command you to do them to love the Lord your God to walk in all his ways and to cleave unto him then will the Lord drive out all these nations from before you and ye shall possess greater nations and mightier nations Notice number one, the first thing here in the step on the path of blessing, number one, is to love the Lord your God. I call it desire. Desire. To love the Lord your God. To desire. God to delight in him Jeremiah 31 3 we know this verse the Lord hath appeared of old unto me saying yea I have loved thee with an everlasting love therefore with loving kindness have I drawn thee remember God is love and God loved first God loved you before you ever knew He. Before you ever really that were that concerned about who He was. God loved you. God loved you before the foundation of the world. God loved you as you look back at Calvary. He loved you. In First John four nine, the, the the Bible says that we love Him because He first loved us. God loved first, and what we are redo- doing is responding to Him. I think it was Micah. We were talking about this yesterday, and some people look at the command to love the Lord thy God. As some strange tyrannicals uh, demand from some from some uh, uh, this overlord type of thing, but what they miss, what they miss is that God initiated the love first. Watch, and if we're going to have to have a relationship with Him, if we desire to have a relationship with Him, love has to be reciprocated. And this is the foundation that God says, Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind. Why does he say that? Because if you're going to have a relationship with God, you've got to love him back. He's got to be loved back. And listen, friend, in the depths of our soul, we want to love God. We desire to love him. you right, John 3, 16. For God so loved the world, he loved first, that he gave his only begotten son. When did he give that? He was slain from the foundation of the world before ever spoken into existence, God, who is love, demonstrated that love in Christ Jesus. If we're going to have a relationship, hey, you're going to have to love him back. Do you love him today? Yeah. De- Deuteronomy 6.5, I just quoted it for you. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy might. Did you hear that? All thine heart all of it all of thy soul thy your mind your will and emotions love God with all of your heart all of your soul all of your thoughts all of your desires is he your first source of joy and happiness think that through with all thine heart with all thy soul with all of thy might what is that love is a choice Love is a choice, it's a a determination, it's something that has to be protected, it's something that takes strength to love. You know, it takes no strength to lust, that's the most natural uh, base thing that anybody can do is lust after something, but boy, I'm telling you, it takes some strength to love, it takes determination to love, it takes a choice to love, and to love consistently, and to love constantly. You want to stay on the path of blessing? Love the Lord your God. Love Him. You know what, what he's saying here in Deuteronomy 6.5? Really, let me sum it up this way. There should not be one shred or sliver left in our life that could love something or someone else beside God. He's number one. He's number... If, if you took some time right now to evaluate where God was in your life, in your love life with Him, where is He? Does anything come into your mind that you think, well, I, I've been chasing this more than him. I've been more, I, my, my heart's been more turned to this than to him. Right? Psalm 73, 25, David said, Whom have I in heaven but thee? Hey, hey, no. Who do we really have but God? And there, he says, There is none upon the earth that I desire beside thee. Wow. Is there anything on earth you desire beside God? Psalm fifty-seven, seven, David said, My heart is fixed, O oh God. He said, My heart is fixed. O oh God, my heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise. My heart is fixed. Hey, if you're going to stay on a path of blessing this morning, our heart must never beat for anyone or anything other than God. Desire. Desire. If your desire is right, you know what comes next? Direction. Direction. To love the Lord your God. Look at this. To walk in all His ways. To walk in all His ways. Direction. Our our, our, our walk in life, watch this, is connected to our heart. Our lifestyle, in many ways, reveals where our heart is. Psalm 119, 97, he, uh, the psalmist said, oh how, love, oh, uh, oh, how I love thy law. It is my meditation all the day. He said, I love the law. Joshua 24, in verse 15, remember Joshua was telling the children of Israel, they're about ready to go over the Jordan River. And he tells them, choose ye this day whom you will serve. Hey, that's direction. That's direction. What did he go on to say? That, well, in verse 24, the people said unto Joshua, The Lord our God, we will serve. and his voice, we will obey. Direction. 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 You want to say on a path of blessing? Right? You want to say direction in all Walk in all his ways. Deuteronomy 13.4 Ye shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice and ye shall serve him. And look at this. Cleave unto him. We're going to get to that word here in just a minute. Psalm one hundred and nineteen, verse ten. Uh, the psalmist said, With my whole heart have I sought thee. Think about that. With my whole heart have I sought thee. Oh let me not wander from my command from thy commandments. Verse thirty two of Psalm one hundred nineteen, I will run the way of thy commandments when thou shalt enlarge my heart. Hey, David said uh remember David said David when he said to uh um, uh when he when he said um Change my heart, O God. Renew a right spirit within me. Sometimes we need to have, I'm telling you, sometimes you need to go to the Lord and just have him ask him to change your heart, because it's it's away from him, and you know it is. You know it is, and you need God to do a work, and he said, I'll run the way of thy commandments when thou shalt enlarge my heart. John fourteen, twenty one, he that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. First John chapter five and verse. Too. by this we know that we, lo- that, that we love the children of God when we love God and keep His commandments 1 John 5 3 for this is the law of, lo- of God I'm sorry for this is the love of God that we keep His commandments and His commandments are not grievous I'm talking about direction you want to stay on a path of blessing love the Lord your God you want to stay on a path of blessing walk in all of His ways You see what's going on here? The heart is determining obedience and obedience is setting the direction of your life. Friend, it's not a checklist issue. It's a heart issue. My brother used to say this, people, you, you, you watch it and, and people go through stages of their Christian life and they kind of get a little away from God and, and maybe, maybe they just uh, get complaining about all the, and all the do's and don'ts and this and that. And my brother would say, you know, if you just love Jesus, a lot of these things wouldn't even be an issue. It's amazing what we'll do when we love Jesus. It's amazing what we'll do, watch, when we just love something, right? Have you ever seen the people pack into a football stadium when it's 10 below in Green Bay and the snow's falling and they don't have their stupid shirts on? And they're like, ah! Right? Oh, the Lord wants me to do that? I can't do that. Your heart determines your obedience. Your obedience sets the direction of your life. Number three. We're moving right along. Look what he says here. And to cleave unto him. That word cleave means to cling to. To glue to. It's speaking of loyalty and affection. Cleave unto him. Remember in Matthew 19, 15, Jesus said, For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and shall cleave to his wife, and they twain shall be one flesh. You know what that is? Number three, that's destination. Destination. You see, we have desire, we have a direction in this verse, and we have a destination. Romans 12, 9, Let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil. cleave, Glue yourself to that which is good. Back in chapter 4 of Deuteronomy, verse 4, the Bible says this, But ye that did cleave unto the Lord your God are alive, every one of you, this day. Israel had to make some decisions back in the wilderness, and uh, some didn't choose God, some did choose God. And those who chose to cleave to God, as verse 4 says, uh, ended up in the promised land. What am I saying? Destination. Destination. Every time the word cleave is used in the Bible, it's used in a relational sense. Yeah. The well, Hey, friend, the thing that we cleave to is the destination our heart led us to. You know, some are glued to this world because their heart's there. There are some people that are glued to an addiction because their heart's there. Yeah, it's... It can be that simple, friend. Some are glued to money because their heart's there. Like the man hey, like the man with his new bride. What some people need to do, maybe you're, maybe you're listening online, watching online, or maybe you're here this morning. What you need to do, what you need to do is leave the old life and cleave to God. Put off the old man and put on the new man. You need to cleave to him. Cleave see, we have desire, we have direction, we have destination. Listen to the Bible words here. Love, walk, cleave. Yeah. You want some examples? Yeah, I knew you would. That's why I wrote them down. I knew you would. Does the, word, does the name Demas sound familiar? Having loved this present world has left me Departed unto Thessalonica. What did he do? His desire, he loved. His desire changed. No, he was on the missions program. He was traveling with Paul. They were out preaching the gospel. His love went, his his heart went away. Went back to his heart went back to the world. His love. What happened to his walk? He went after this present world. What about his destination? Thessalonica. What does that mean? He was just went out of the ministry. Why? Because it's where his heart went. No, that's by the inspiration of the Spirit of God, friend. Having loved this present world, yeah. Do you think God knew his heart? Do you think God had all authority to say, "Yeah, you just love the world, Demas"? What about Solomon? What a what a fabulous example of somebody who just loved God. And then, my goodness, a few chapter later, he loved many. Strange women. They weren't a bunch of weirdos. The word "strange" means foreign. (laughs) They might have been a few weirdos in there. I don't know. With a thousand, you're bound to get one, right? (laughs) They were ungodly. You know where it began with Solomon. You know where his heart began, right? His heart got off somewhere, but you know where. uh, Let me say this: where the direction started when he brought Pharaoh's daughter in. To Jerusalem to be his wife. Great, great military strategic move. Put Pharaoh's daughter in Jerusalem. He ain't attacking us. Brilliant. Brilliant. But his heart was going away. Yeah. Eventually, what is he doing? Offering, offering to Ashtaroth Yeah. Destination. Where did he end up? In idolatry. Praise the Lord, he came back. Thank the Lord for Ecclesiastes. But a lot of damage was done, friend. Yeah. What about David? We read a lot in the Psalms about David. A man after God's own heart. Yeah. Of all people you think that might stay straight? No. No. What happened? His desire. Yeah. A woman he saw bathing. Yeah. What was his walk? What was the direction that came from that? Hey, could you go tell her to come over? Go go get Bathsheba. My priest's granddaughter, I think that's how it is, right? But something like that. Direction, destination, adultery, murder. The sword that didn't leave his house. Yeah. He got off the path of the blessing. What happened? His heart got away. Yeah. How about lot? What about Lot? Came down to that area, the well-watered plains of Jordan. Was that necessarily the issue? I don't think so. He had cattle. Pretty logical. Let let your sheep have a nice green pasture. God likes us to do well, I believe, and prosper in the way He made us. But the problem was, as he pinched, pitched his tent towards Sodom, what was going on there? His heart. Oh, he wasn't there. No, but his heart was. Are we listening? He wasn't there, but his heart was pointing that way already. You know where? The, you know where the destination ends up? The Bible says he's in the gates of Sodom. What is that? He's a town father. He's a councilman. He's determining law. And he'd stayed there so long he lost his family. His son in laws laughed and mocked at him when he said God was going to destroy the city. What am I saying today? Love. Walk, cleave, desire, direction, destination. You wanna stay on a path of blessing? Love God. Love Him. Walk in all of His ways. Cleave. Cleave to Him. Glue unto Him. If you're glued to something else, rip it off. Well, you ever you ever get super glue on you? You gotta get something super glued to your finger? Yeah. Rip that thing off. It hurts, doesn't it? Right. But it still needs to be taken off. You look goofy walking around with a you know, some, some piece of something stuck to your hand for the rest of your life. Right? <laughs> you notice here in verse 22, what God gives us is relationship. In verse 23, look at this. He gives us promises prosperity. Then will the Lord drive out all the nations from before you, and ye shall possess greater nations and mightier than yourselves. God loves it when His people prosper. Absolutely. Look at verse 25. He promises protection. There shall no man be able to stand before you. You stay on the path of blessing. You love God. You walk in His ways. You cleave unto Him. Hey, listen, there shall be no man that shall be able to stand before you. For the Lord your God shall lay the fear of you and the dread of you upon all the land that ye shall tread upon as He hath said unto you relationship, prosperity, protection. But in verses 26 through 28, you're left with the decision. Behold, I set before you this day a blessing and a curse, a blessing if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you this day, and a curse if you'll not obey the commandments of the Lord your God, but turn aside out of the way which I command you this day to go after other gods which ye have not known. And it shall come to pass... When the Lord thy God hath brought thee into the land whither thou goest to prosper, that thou shalt put the blessing upon Mount Gerizim and the curse upon Mount Ebal. We don't have time at all to go into that. Let me just say this. Church, God is moving us forward. Absolutely. There's a path of blessing. There's a path of blessing. There's also a path of discipline and correction. The choice is up to us. Up to us. Your, do, your desire sets your direction. Your direction sets your destination. It all begins in the heart. That great church at Ephesus, the words that Jesus had for that great church I know thy works, he said, some great things. And he says, But you know the rest. You have left your first love. I fear the problem with churches today and the people of God today is that God just doesn't have all of our heart anymore. It's so divided up. It's a, it's a, to some, some of you in here, your heart's so slivered, a thousand pieces, going a thousand different directions, and God's got a little sliver of it. And you wring your hands wondering why you just can't get things right. Friend, he needs all your heart. All of it. It's choice. It's a choice. How in love are you with Jesus this morning? Big question, isn't it? Has something else caught your eye lately? Maybe something caught your eye years ago. And he hasn't had all of your heart in a while. Is thy heart right with God? Is there anything between you and the Lord Jesus Christ? This morning, listen to me. Whatever it is, whoever it is, would you put it away this morning? Just cut ties and turn back to the lover of your soul. Would you turn back to him today with absolutely every bit of your heart? Maybe some of you in here, what you need to do this morning is you need to get alone here in just a minute and you just need to ask the Lord, would you search me? And try me and and know my heart and see if there be any wicked way in me of unbelief, of departing, of departing from him. Does he have all of your heart? There's a path of blessing for us, church. There absolutely is. It's all through the word of God. But for us, it begins in the heart. Father, I spend a lot of time in my own heart. It doesn't take much time to, to see in my own heart of things that have competed for you. And no doubt, no doubt, we're all cut out of the same cloth. And we all have the same battles here this morning. And it could be that there's somebody else here this morning whose heart is far from you. Life has let them down. Life has been a discouragement. Maybe, maybe things didn't turn out like they thought it ought to. And they begin looking at other things and now they're in the middle of it realizing, well, this isn't any good either. And they just need to come back to you. God, would you change our hearts? Would you help us to put aside those things that, Lord, they just, they're, they're competing against you. Would, we, would you help us to pull those things off and glue ourselves wholly and completely back to you again and cleave unto you in every aspect of our life? We look forward to what you want to do here with this church. We look forward to the mighty things that you're going to accomplish. And Lord, I just want to go along with it. And I want my heart right. Lord, you do that work today in every heart that's here. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. The instrument's going to play and you may want to take some time to pray. If you want to spend some time in prayer and you get finished you can stand when you're done and we'll close out in a minute but I want to give some time however the Lord has spoken to you today would you come back to him with all of your heart I'm so thankful for the faithfulness of so many in here so faithful to the Lord so faithful but we know friend we know even in our faithfulness our heart can get away from God Why don't we uh, stand, if you would, please? We need to... Here a little bit, we'll be... Let's be dismissed on a word of prayer this morning. Prepare to go to the other uh, property here in just a minute. So good to see everybody out this morning. Brother Davidson, would you close us in prayer, please?